0: Part 3 of The Creature from Cleveland Depths by Fritz Lieber. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 3. It was a fortnight and Gusterson was loping down the home stretch on his 40,000-word insanity novel before Fay dropped in again, this time promptly at high noon. Normally, Fay cringed his shoulders a trifle and was inclined to slither, but now he strode aggressively, his legs scissoring in a fast, low goose-step. He whipped off the sunglasses that all moles wore topside by day and began to pound Gusterson on the back while calling boisterously, "'How are you, Gussie, old boy, old boy?' Daisy came in from the kitchen to see why Gusterson was choking.' She was instantly grabbed and violently bussed to the accompaniment of, "'Hiya, gorgeous! Yum, yum! How about ad-libbing that some weekend?' She stared at Fay dazedly, rasping the back of her hand across her mouth, while Gusterson yelled, "'Quit that! What's got into you, Fay? Have they transferred you out of R&D to company morale?' do they line up all the secretaries at roll call and make you give them an eight-hour energizing kiss ha wouldn't you like to know Fay retorted he grinned twitched jumpingly held still a moment then hustled over to the far wall look out there he rapped pointing through the violet glass at a gap between the two nearest old skyscraper apartments in 30 seconds, you'll see them test the new needle bomb at the other end of Lake Erie. It's educational. He began to count off seconds, vigorously semaphoring his arms. Two, three. Gussie, I've put through a voucher for two yards for you. Budgeting squawked, but I pressured em. Daisy squealed. Yards? Are those dollar thousands? While Gusterson was asking, then you're marketing the tickler? Yes, yes, Faye replied to them in turn. Nine, ten. Then he grinned and twitched. Time for noon comm staff, he announced staccato. Pardon the hush box. He whipped a pancake phone from under his coat, clapped it over his face, and spoke fiercely but inaudibly into it, continuing to semaphore. Suddenly he thrust the phone away, twenty-nine thirty, there she blows. An incandescent streak shot up the sky from a little above the far horizon, and a doubly dazzling point of light appeared just above the top of it with the effect of God dotting an eye. Ha That'll skewer the espionage satellites like swatting flies. Fay proclaimed, as the portent faded. "'Bracing! Gussie, where's your tickler? I've got a new spool for it that'll razzle-dazzle you.' "'I'll bet,' Gusterson said dryly. "'Daisy, you gave it to the kids, and they got to fooling with it and broke it.' "'No matter,' Fay told them with a large sidewise sweep of his hand. "'Better you wait for the new model. It's a six-way improvement.' "'So I gather,' Gusterson said, eyeing him speculatively. "'Does it automatically inject you with cocaine? "'A fix every hour on the second? "'Ha-ha! <laughs> Joke! Gussie, it achieves the same effect without using any dope at all. "'Listen, a tickler reminds you of your duties and opportunities, "'your chances for happiness and success. "'What's the obvious next step?' Throw it out the window. By the way, how do you do that when you're underground? We have high-speed garbage boosts. The obvious next step is you give the tickler a heart. It not only tells you, it warmly persuades you. It doesn't just say, turn on the TV Channel 2 Joyce program. It brills at you kid old kid race for the tv and flip that two switch there's a great show coming through the pipes this second plus ten you'll enjoy the hell out of yourself grab a ticket to ecstasy my god gusterson gasped are those the kind of jolts it's giving you now don't you get it gussie you never load your tickler except when you're feeling buoyantly enthusiastic You don't just tell yourself what to do hour by hour next week. You sell yourself on it. That way you not only make doubly sure you'll obey instructions, but you constantly re-inoculate yourself with your own enthusiasm. I can't stand myself when I'm that enthusiastic, Gusterson said. I feel ashamed for hours afterwards. You're warped all this lonely sky life what's more gussie think how still more persuasive some of those instructions would be if they came to a man in his best girls most bedroomy voice or his doctors or psychers if it's that sort of thing or Vina vidarsan's by the way days don't wear that beauty mask outside It's a grand misdemeanor ever since 10,000 teenagers rioted through Tunnel Mart wearing them and Vivi's suing tricks. No chance of that, Daisy said. Gusterson got excited and bit off the nose. She pinched her own delicately. I'd no more obey my enthusiastic self, Gusterson was brooding, than I'd obey a Napoleon drunk on his own brandy or a hopped-up St. Francis. Reinoculated with my own enthusiasm? I'd die just like from snakebite. Warped, I said. Faye dogmatized, stamping around. Gussie, having the instructions persuasive instead of neutral, turned out to be only the opening wedge. The next step wasn't so obvious, but I saw it using subliminal verbal stimuli in his tickler a man can be given constant supportive euphoric therapy twenty-four hours a day and it makes use of all that empty wire we've revived the ideas of a pioneer dynamic psychic named dr Kue. for instance right now my tickler is saying to me in tones too soft to reach my conscious mind but do they stab into the unconscious Day by day in every way, I'm getting sharper and sharper. It alternates that with gutsier and gutsier, and, uh, well, forget that. koe mostly used better and better, but that seems too general. And every hundredth time it says them out loud, and the tickler gives me a brush, just a faint cooch, to make sure I'm keeping in touch that third word pair daisy wondered feeling her mouth reminiscently could i guess gusterson's eyes had been growing wider and wider Fay, he said i could no more use my mind for anything if i knew all that was going on in my inner ear than if i were being brushed down with brooms by three witches look here he said with loud authority You've got to stop all this. It's crazy. Fay, if Micro junk the tickler, I'll think of something else to invent. Something real good. Your inventing days are over, Fay brilled gleefully. I mean, you'll never equal your masterpiece. How about, Gusterson bellowed, an anti-individual guided missile? the physicists have got the small-scale antigravity good enough to float and fly something the size of a hand grenade i can smell that even though it's a back-of-the-safe military secret well how about keying such a missile to a man's fingerprints or brain waves maybe or his unique smell so it can spot and follow him around then target in on him without harming anyone else long-distance assassination and the stinkinest gets it or you could simply load it with some disgusting goo and key it to teenagers as a group <laughs> that would take care of them fay doesn't it give you a rich warm kick to think of my midget missiles buzzing around in your tunnels seeking out evil doers like a swarm of angry wasps or angelic bumblebees <laughs> You're not luring me down any side trails, Fay said laughingly. He grinned and twitched, then hurried toward the opposite wall, motioning them to follow. Outside, about a hundred yards beyond the purple glass, rose another ancient glass-walled apartment skyscraper. Beyond, Lake Erie rippled glintingly. Another bomb test? Gusterson asked. Fay pointed at the building. Tomorrow, he announced, a modern factory devoted solely to the manufacture of ticklers will be erected on that site. You mean one of those windowless phallic eyesores? Gusterson demanded. Fay, you people aren't even consistent. You've got all your homes underground. Why not your factories? Shh, not enough room and night missiles are scarier. I know that building's been empty for a year, Daisy said uneasily, but how— Shh! Watch! Now! The looming building seemed to blur or fuzz for a moment. Then it was as if the lake's bright ripples had invaded the old glass a hundred yards away. Wavelets chased themselves up, and down the gleaming walls, becoming higher, higher, and then suddenly the glass cracked all over to tiny fragments and fell away, to be followed quickly by fragmented concrete and plastic and plastic piping, until all that was left was the nude steel framework vibrating so rapidly as to be almost invisible against the gleaming lake. Daisy covered her ears, but there was no explosion. Only a long, drawn-out, low crash as the fragments hit twenty floors below and dust whooshed out sideways. Spectacular, Fay summed up. Knew you'd enjoy it. That little trick was first conceived by the great Tesla during his last fruity years. Research discovered it in his biog. We just made the dream come true. A tiny resonance device you could carry in your belt bag attunes itself to the natural harmonic of a structure and then increases amplitude by tiny pushes exactly in time, just like soldiers marching in step can break down a bridge. Only this is as if it were being done by one marching ant. He pointed at the naked framework appearing out of its own blur and said, ''We'll be able to hang the factory on that.'' If not we'll whip a megacurrent current through it and vaporize it no question the micro resonator is the neatest sweetest wrecking device going you can expect a lot more of this sort of efficiency now that mankind has the tickler to enable him to use his full potential what's the matter folks Daisy was staring around the violet walled room with dumb mistrust her hands were trembling you don't have to worry, Fay assured her with an understanding laugh. This building's safe for a month more at least. Suddenly he grimaced and leaped a foot in the air. He raised a clawed hand to scratch his shoulder, but managed to check the movement. Uh, got to beat it, folks, he announced tersely. My tickler gave me the grand cooch. Don't go yet gusterson called rousing himself with a shudder which he immediately explained i just had the illusion that if i shook myself all my flesh and guts would fall off my shimmying skeleton fay before you go and micro goes off half cocked i want you to know there's one insuperable objection to the tickler as a mass-market item the average man or woman won't go to the considerable time and trouble it must take to load a tickler. He simply hasn't got the compulsive orderliness and willingness to plan that it requires. We thought of that weeks ago, Fay rapped his hand on the door. Every tickler spool that goes to market is patterned like wallpaper with one of five designs of suitable subliminal supportive euphoric material. Idier and idier, viriler and viriler you know the buyer is robot interviewed for an hour his personalized daily routine laid out and therefore templated on his weekly spool he strongly urged next to take his tickler to his doctor and psycher for further instruction in position we've been working with the medical profession from the start they love the tickler because it'll remind people to take their medicine on the dot and rest and eat and go to sleep just when and how the doc says. This is a big operation, Gussie, a big operation. Bye. Daisy hurried to the wall to watch him cross the park. Deep down, she was a wee bit worried that he might linger to attach a micro resonator to this building, and she wanted to time him but Gusterson settled down to his typewriter and began to bat away. "'I want to have another novel started,' he explained to her, "'before the ant marches across this building in about four and a half weeks, or a million sharp little gutsy guys come swarming out of the ground and heave it into Lake Erie.'" End of Part Three